0: Blog Talk Radio uh, Let's get ready to rumble Time now for the Gridiron Stud Show well, You yeah. am actually you can now, you can? i actually, right? I can do it now You can do it now? Yeah, I can do it I'm trying to focus on my position With your host Chad Wilson. They ain't no on me, You gotta in the mix. Bringing you high school, college, and NFL talk.
1: I don't rap with discipline.
0: you all need more discipline. True discipline. Come on, get a grip. Call us on the show today. Don't get out of my face with that crazy no, stuff. Steph, Steph. The number to call. Three four seven six three three nine three six five.
2: If
1: y'all got to check, y'all know
2: that. <laughs> or you can reach us on Twitter
1: at
0: GritIronStud.
1: Come and get some.
0: And now, your host, Chad Wilson. Good grief, kill the music,
2: 10 a.m. here on a Thursday, May 14th, Gridiron stud Show, Chad Wilson here with you. Uh, we're going to have a very interesting discussion on the show today, no doubt about it. Last night, uh, I posted a funny video uh, that was making fun of you know, people trying to take ladder drills and uh, translate them to on-the-field action, just a little funny video. I think it was posted by uh, current <clears throat> current Steeler Ryan Shazier and several other NFL players poking a little fun at it, decided to post that up on Facebook, and uh, a full-fledged debate broke out about the uh, effective use of ladder drills, should they be used, cone drills, and have they gone overboard. So we are going to hit on that today on the show. That is going to be our topic of discussion. Uh ladder drills. Have ladder drills gone overboard in training football athletes? Where do cone drills belong in all this? Can some of these drills harm an athlete's development? And uh, exactly what are they developing? We're going to be talking about that on the show today. If you want to call in, the number is 347-633-9365. Don't be afraid. Uh, won't bite your head off here. Just just the discussion that we're having, there were some very interesting comments made uh, when I posted it up on Facebook, so I thought it'd be a good topic for us to have on the show today, since uh, a large part of the audience is heavily into football. Uh, some of the audience trains football athletes and so on and so forth, so uh, I thought it would be a very appropriate topic for us to approach today, especially with us being uh, smack dab in the middle of the off season, and everyone is trying to get themselves physically ready for the football season that will be on us faster than we think. So, uh, across the country, the cones are out, the ladders are out, and everyone's out training. And are they doing it right? Do ladder drills belong in your training? Uh, how long should you do the ladder drills? What ladder drills should be done? and uh our ladder drills the key to athletic development and making it where you want to go in the game of football. We will uh discuss uh that and uh, uh an assortment of topics surrounding ladder drills here on the uh Gridiron Stud show for the next uh hour or so. But before we get to all that, a little bit of news, some of the top headlines. The Atlanta Hawks and the Golden State Warriors have uh the lead in their both of their series both going up 3 to 2 uh last night uh it was this was expected as uh you know i think both of the, i think many fans out there expected Atlanta and Golden State to be the winners in these respective series i don't know that everyone expected it to be as tough as it is i i think that would have been the case in the thought about the Golden State Warriors since they were uh, the best team in the league this year and widely you know thought to uh, be the team that would breeze through. They did breeze last night, winning by 20 points. They broke out the defense, or you could say Memphis didn't break out the offense. Final score in that game, 98-78. This thing was done by the end of the third quarter. When you combine that second and third quarter, where Golden State essentially in those two quarters outscored the Grizzlies, you know, 48 or 48 to to 32, uh, game was pretty much over at that point. A lot closer game in Washington and Atlanta which has turned out to be a really really great series. Atlanta moves to 3 and 2, uh, up 3-2 in the series. They win by one single solitary point. Uh, Al Haford shot wins it for them. Uh, 82-81 as the Atlanta Hawks surpass the Washington Wizards. You folks that like the uh that play a lot of Madden, uh they had a vote went down last yesterday actually the two finalists for the Madden cover, Odell Beckham and uh, Rob Gronkowski, two of the more uh popular and notable players in the league currently. Uh whether that's in and out or you know, on or off the field. Odell Beckham made really made a name for himself with one hand catches. It started with one on a on a prime time game and uh and then he just uh <clears throat> made a habit of doing it in pregame and uh, was widely followed, so he'd become a very popular player. And it's not just the one-hand catches. He was extremely, extremely effective for the New York Giants and is poised to have a huge season coming up, barring injury. Rob Gronkowski's been doing it for quite some time, one of the toughest physical matchups each Sunday. Uh, His team's trying to face the New England Patriots and shut him down. I just have not really seen it done yet. Uh, Rob does what Rob wants. However, he didn't get the cover. It was Odell Beckham winning the cover. Uh, funny, they had those guys out doing a little promo, I guess, for the cover. Uh, and they had both of them catching with one hand several items, smoothies, eggs, cakes, pies, et cetera. Uh, both guys were good at that. Look at where football has has gone. I mean, they have an unveiling of the Madden cover now. That's what we've got going on, an unveiling of the Madden cover. turns into a, an event. So... Can't really knock the NFL for how they're marketing their game. They've really, truly taken over, as I've said before and many times. There's no off-season. There's absolutely no off-season when it comes to the NFL. This thing is year-round, and uh, they've managed to make uh, an event out of the Madden cover. Can you believe that? So that's that's where we are. All right, um, and what else we've got going on, Baseball races, too soon to get into that. But we do need to get into our topic here today. So, again, um, I put it out there, funny video. If you if you follow me on Facebook, Gridiron Studs, you can see the video. I posted it up last night. It, it was pretty funny video. No matter what side of the issue you're on, you'd find a little humor in, in the video. I you know, had a guy running a route against a defensive back and uh, getting open using – uh some of the ladder drills that you'll see and so i'm asking you folks out there that uh, are training this off season whether you're doing it on your own or even if i have some trainers out there that want to weigh in on this uh what wh- where do you stand with ladder drills are are they a part of your program uh are they a big part of your program are they a small part of your program um if you care to call in and tell me or tell our audience uh, why you use them what effect you think they have in the training what are the benefits they have in training um you know feel free to do that and again the number call in today 347-633-9365 um, if you're against the whole ladder deal as it seems some people were in uh, the debate that i was having um yesterday i wasn't so much a part of the debate i was just trying to make sure folks listened in to, to the show today. But where 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 do you stand on it if you're against it? Why not ladders? Um why wouldn't you want to use them? So we uh, I you know I'm seeking to find both sides of this issue today as um it seemed to be pretty pretty spirited and uh there are definitely two sides to this issue, that's for sure, as I found out. Here's what gets me, alright, and here's here's kind of where I stand on the whole uh, ladder deal Do I use a ladder when I'm training kids? Absolutely And any of the kids that have been with me That have trained with me knows that I have something called a ladder of death It's an extremely long ladder Longer than the normal ladder And kids using it uh, Do get quite the calf burn Foot burn using it What gets me On the whole Use of the ladders deal is this yeah, I think it's I think it's okay to use a ladder. I think there's some skills that are developed in doing ladder drills. I think uh, it can aid you in making you a quicker athlete. However, here's what I see, and this has been accelerated by social media, as everything has been accelerated by social media. You have individuals out there, um, and some of them are trainers who call this their business, that will break the ladder out and you'll see them starting off on the ladder, which is fine. You go away, you catch something to eat, go watch a television program or a movie, you come back, 30, 45 minutes later, an hour later, they're still on the ladder. They're still hopping around through that ladder. And for some, that will be the entire workout. That's the complete workout. Day after day after day. 45 minutes to an hour on a ladder. And that's where I have a problem. You got some trainers that will convince an individual that you're going to become a great wide receiver, great defensive back, a top-of-the-line running back just by going through this ladder. And as you can imagine, if you're going to do 45 minutes of ladder drills, some of the ladder drills are going to get downright silly and idiotic. They're going to be movements executed on a ladder that will never be imitated on a field of play. And I don't care who you are or what you're doing when you're constructing a regimen, when you are constructing, you know, a program to prepare yourself for a sport. Now I'm not just talking about football. As much as you can, you would like those drills to mimic action that is going to take place in your sport. And if you've been on Instagram or if you've been on Facebook where, you know, you get a lot of video, not so much on Twitter. I guess on Twitter you'll post a link and go find the video. But Instagram and Facebook would be the two top places where you find this. And there are a ridiculous amount of insane drills being done through a ladder. And because the individual gets tired doing these, Because they feel a burn, because they get out of breath, because they perspire, they feel they have done something. You have. What you have is, you know, perhaps you got yourself in better shape. But there is a point of diminishing returns on a ladder. At some point, you need to get yourself into performing drills that will actually mimic the movements that are going to take place on a field. And all of the crossover, spin around, back and forth, where you look like a broken washing machine, those aren't movements that you're going to necessarily mimic on a field. And so now you're working against yourself, spending a lot of time doing something that's not going to necessarily help you in your individual sport. Will you get good cardiovascular exercise out of it? Sure. Sure. Tighter calves, probably. But when you're doing this for 45 minutes to an hour, I don't know that you're really working your fast-twitch muscle fibers like you think you are. You after a certain amount of time, it starts to become an aerobic exercise, whereas you're not even really working what it is you think you're working would be the same as going out and running a mile so again some of y'all listening out there what do you think about this Uh, how do you fit ladders into ladder drills into your regimen how is it a part of your training do you agree or disagree with the statement that i just made we're going to jump into a break when i get back i'll talk about some of the Some of the issues that were brought up in the debate that we had on Facebook last night. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk about this on the Great Stud Show right after this.
0: If you want to be seen, get your video up there right now. It's easy. Create a profile. Takes two minutes. Stop playing games. Get off of Facebook. Take control of your future. GridEyesUns.com is where you need to be today. Visit now, set your profile up, and let yourself be seen.
2: The 7-on-7 season. Summer basketball. Family picnics all around the corner and you're paying big money for t-shirts from screen printers. Why screen printed t-shirts are costly when done for small groups. They're limited in color unless you want to pay an even higher price. More colors mean higher prices. How do we solve this? Do it yourself at home with your inkjet printer and a hand iron. That's right with heat transfer paper sold at t-shirtsupplies.com. You can design your own logos. Put any wording you want, print it on your inkjet print paper, and using the proper paper sold by tshirtsupplies.com, you can get this the way that you want it. There's no limit to the amount of color or the design. You can transfer a photograph using this paper.
0: It's great for team
2: sports, it's great for family reunions, it's great for birthday gifts. The t-shirt is part of the American culture, and now you can design your own. Don't worry if you haven't done it before. T-Shirt
0: Supplies has the first-rate customer service. They will help you get the paper you want for your project and steer you in the right direction. Visit them now at t-shirtsupplies.com.
2: That's t-shirts, most hyphen, supplies, plural, all one word, dot com. Or call them at one eight seven seven eight five seven two seven three seven. 857
0: 2737 That's 1-877-85-PAPER, t-shirtsupplies.com. Go there now. Oh, oh, oh. back here on the Gridiron Stud Show, 10:18
2: Eastern Time. you want to join me on the show today, 347-633-9365, we're talking about ladder drills and training. You've seen them. You've seen them out there. If you're into this football thing, if you're a football player, football coach, uh, you involved in training in any type of way, you've seen the ladders broken out, and you've seen the videos where people are doing an insane amount of ladder drills. Uh, where do ladder drills fit into the training? and have ladder drills gone overboard. We're talking about that on the show today, so if you want to chime in on that conversation. Again, the number is 347-633-9365. So, again, I posted a funny video about uh, ladder drills and um, how they may or may not relate to the actual game of football. Yesterday on Facebook, and a full-fledged debate broke out. Uh, You know, one father posted on there that he's uh, seen a tremendous improvement in his son since getting with a trainer who uh, uses a ladder. Now, to what extent the ladder uh, was used in a training for his son, I have no idea. I will say this, if your son's never been with a trainer before of any kind, never really done any extra work in terms of training, and then now starts training with a trainer, you're going to see an improvement. I mean, he went from doing nothing, and by nothing I don't mean absolutely nothing, but doing nothing in terms of um, extra training to now doing some extra training, you're going to see some improvement, obviously. Went from nothing to doing something, but just how much of an improvement. And then I'm not also sure... What else was done in conjunction with the ladder? But it seems to me that some trainers want to just break out a ladder and uh, will have you believe that uh, the ladder is the key to all the success. The ladder has its place. It has its place. But when I'm training a defensive back and we're trying to do a drill like flip hips and run and he's flipping his hips, and immediately breaks into some kind of ladder drill mimicked movement, I'm saying excessive ladder drills are harming the athlete. I mean, I've had guys that I'm training, and I want them to flip their hips and run like a defensive back would, and they don't want to run. They want to tap their feet on the ground as they flip their hips. Son, you're going to get blown by, okay? That ball's dropping in on you. You're going to get taken deep. You're going to get taken up top. That's exactly what's going to happen to you. It's time to turn and run. But your training has consisted of uh, 45 minutes to an hour, three, four times a week of ladder drills, and now that's all your brain is trained to do. Tap your feet on the ground in a small area. Hey, quickness is great. You need quickness. Okay, there's no doubt about that. You need quickness. But that football field is in excess of 50 yards wide. It's 100 yards long. Sometime at some point during a play, you got to open up and start running. And after you've opened up in full speed, hit it, now you got to flip your hips and change direction. I don't care who you are. Mostly your skill guys, but your running backs too. It's great that you can tap your feet on the ground. Tap dance and slide to the left and to the right and do all that good stuff. That's great. At some point, you got to come out of that mode and into full-speed mode. That means open up and run. And from that full-speed run, change direction. And that's where these ladder drills fall short. That's where you get hurt doing these to an excessive level. Whether you're doing it all the time and that's the only thing that you do or whether it is uh, too large a part of your training. And one of those involved in the debate uh, yesterday posted several, several videos of professional athletes doing ladder drills. So as to suggest that because these professional athletes use a ladder and cones, well then it must be good for something. Well, it is good for something. But in one of the videos that I happened to watch, there was a ton of other things being done. And it would happen to be a group of wide receivers. And, again, I'm not including cone drills in this whole thing. With cones, you can set cones at several distances, and you can have what I said uh, mimicked using cones. Short area quickness followed by a full-speed run with a change of direction. You could do that with cones. can't do that with a ladder. That ladder is stationary. It takes up a small amount of space, and for the most part, you're tap dancing through it. And again, I like a ladder for warm-up. 10, 15 minutes max on a ladder, honing some quick foot skills, and then you move on to actual training. So for defensive backs, yes, you might break out some cones, and uh, you're going to do some full-speed running and change of direction. You're not going to hit full speed with that ladder. And uh, just to reiterate, uh, I will see athletes that have spent far too much time on the ladder, and now they just can't get right. They can't get right when the actual game is in front of them. They want to tap dance their feet around. They mess around and make an athlete who's quick but just won't be fast. And at some point, you got to be fast. Quick can only take you so far. Quick may or may not keep you in front of a wide receiver at the line of scrimmage. At some point, I don't care who you are, you're going to get beat off the line of scrimmage, and now you got to come out of the uh, quickness and into the into the fast, let's say. And if all you know are ladder drills, how are you going to get back into that receiver's hip? And God forbid if he catches the football. What are you going to do then? So, again, I've seen that, and uh, I think that is something for folks out there training on their own to consider, and for people out there who are training other athletes to consider. Bring a ladder out. I think it's good only for a warm-up. You agree or disagree, again, you can reach me on the show today, 347-633-9365. But that's the uh, use of the ladder, in my opinion. Use it for a warm-up. Once you go beyond 15 minutes with the ladder, I think you're using the ladder too long. You want to break some cones out and set them at a certain distance, you want to work on the top of the route. You want to work on a running back cutting off a cone and then sprinting a 5, 10, 15 yards. Okay, then now you're doing something. You want to work on a defensive back, backpedaling, breaking and then hitting at full speed. Now you're doing something. But you guys out there with a ladder all day long, and that's your workout. You're working against yourself. You're going to win a salsa competition, perhaps, maybe. But you're not going to get open on a good defensive back, and you're not going to cover a good wide receiver if the ladder drill is all that you want to do or if it's the dominant thing that you're doing. If you're working out for an hour, a ladder should consist of 15 minutes max. 45 minutes better be working on actual skills and movements that would take place in a game. So that's where I stand on that. Perhaps you have a a different take on it. And, uh, you know, feel free to chime in on that that topic. But heavy debate going down. And you have people swearing on it. And so I don't know that they got the entire gist of what we were saying or the point I was trying to make by posting it wasn't trying to say that ladders should be uh alleviated, should be eradicated from your workout. No, not not what I'm saying. But uh what I am saying is that can be too mark too much. Could be too much of a good thing. Too much of a good thing. And as with anything you need to have some balance. So, ladders are a part of it, cones are a part of it, and uh, just flat out sprinting is a part of it. And you guys have seen some of these guys, and you know, you know who some of those guys are, whose full workout is just ladder drills. For some trainers, it's a gimmick. You pay me, you come out here for a workout, I put you through this ladder for 45 minutes. I sound real good. I sound really motivational. You leave feeling a little bit exhausted. You get very tired. Your muscles are pumped. You feel like you did something. trainer can justify his fee. And then you've tricked yourself into believing you're now a better football player because of it. I'm saying that's not the case. I'm saying any improvement that you get off of that is going to be minimal and certainly not optimal. Whereas, you you know, if you went to a trainer who used some of the ladder drills and then also uh, combined some functional football movements along with it, you'd see a much better improvement in your playing skills. If you saw an improvement, it was because you weren't doing much of anything before. And now you're doing something so there is gonna be an improvement, you know, something's better than nothing, and maybe you're quick in a short area, and I'm talking about five yards, but you're not getting the proper bang for your buck when you're talking about playing football. You're a linebacker and you gotta go run out in a flat or you gotta go, you know, make a quick read and hit through a hole and get in the backfield. How much is that ladder helping? If you're a linebacker, how much is that ladder helping you? How much better a player are you because of the ladder? It's helping you do what exactly in your actual game of football? What is it helping you do? What In what scenario would that ladder really be of extreme importance to you on the football field? When is it? When a guard's turning up on you in the hole, what did the ladder do to help you there? And you're covering a slot receiver? You name me that ladder drill that's really going to help you with that. Maybe some quick feed, I guess. And again, you don't need 45 minutes to an hour to do that. After 15 minutes, now it's aerobics. Might as well ride a bike. You might as well ride a bike to the field where you're at touch the fence, turn around, ride the bike back. That, you did the same thing. Became an aerobic exercise. So, again, I'm saying 10 to 15 minutes at the beginning of a workout to stimulate your fast twitch muscle fibers, and then now let's get into something that looks like a football game. Let's get into something that makes you look like a football player. Because so I guarantee you, if a college coach came and watched your film, and a play started and you tap danced around in a little circle of five-yard area, mimicking those ladder drills, I don't think that offer's coming your way. It ain't happening. Not coming. So just some thought. Again, if you want to chime in on This issue, it's 347-633-9365 is the number to call. 347-633-9365. You can call into the Gridiron Stud Show and tell us about ladder drills and why you might think they need to be done for 30, 45 minutes to an hour and how that would make you a better football player. Or you can can chime in and let us know uh, what you think is the most effective way to use a ladder, to use a ladder in training for football or any sport for that matter, because some of you trainers out there are training uh, folks for sports outside of the game of football. I'd be interested in hearing how you use the ladder to train athletes in some of those other sports. What about tennis players? Now, I think it's it has more of a benefit for soccer players because there are a lot of uh, short area movements with a ball where some of the movements in a ladder are going to help you control a ball in a small area and then get around uh, a defender and then push on. But again, if all you did with ladder drills, it's not going to make you a tremendous soccer player. You do need to get into mimicking some of the other movements in soccer that are important, and mainly being able to strike the ball correctly and get it in the goal. That's part of it. So, again, the the, uh, discussion is here. The phone lines are open, 347-633-9365. I'm going to take a quick break. When we get back, the discussion continues. You want the truth? Well
0: here it is. Speed kills. And in no other sport is that true than in football. Speed gets you to the end zone. Speed gets you to the ball carrier. Speed makes you a winner. Do you want championship-type speed? Do you want speed that kills? Then Complete Speed is what you need. Complete Speed is turning athletes into game breakers. With quick and easy methods that are easy to understand, Complete Speed can shave time off your 40-yard dash, make you quicker and more explosive. They have a clear progression, drills, and exercises, along with specific instructions. They also have proven sample workouts and programs for you, the individual, or for you, the coach. Speed is what you need, so hurry now and check out Complete Speed. Just go to gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed. That's gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed for more information right now. Hey, 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 do you love fantasy sports? Do you love money? Do you love excitement? Well, get ready because you may have found your heaven. FanDuel has combined all of these
2: great things into one amazing website. Turn your love for sports into money and excitement with one week and even one day fantasy leagues with a chance for enormous payout. FanDuel pays out over $10 million in winnings weekly to its members. That's right, $10 million. One member has made over $600,000 playing in their league. Another customer entered a one day contest for $25 and get this, cashed out $25,000 that day. FanDuel even offers a 100% money-back guarantee. Sign up now and join a league. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll give you your money back. You can enter leagues for as little as $1. For a limited time, FanDuel is offering a 100% deposit match bonus to Gridiron Studs show listeners. That's right, they'll match your initial deposit all the way up to $200. What more can you ask for? Just head over to FanDuel.com right now and enter the promo code Gridiron Studs when you sign up. But you better hurry. The match bonus is going to end soon. Just head over to FanDuel.com and enter the
0: promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS. Do it now!
1: Oh. Uh, anytime that has got to get together, you gotta call us the Illuminati. Whenever you see the G, on. it represents God geometry. That's what the stencil for. I'm going to take you deep with Now I'm just with you. Hey, Scott, I'm just with you, baby. Yeah. Beating in the ghost on the phone.
0: Back on the Gridiron Stud Show,
2: Thursday edition. We're talking ladder drills and where do they belong. Where do they belong in your training? Uh, there are many different opinions on this, and uh, I have offered some of my own. If you have your own, again, feel free to call into the show today, 347-633-9365. Don't be scared. uh Talking about recruiting, the Rivals 2016 team rankings, we like to uh, check in on those every now and then. Just reporting the news. Here's where we stand right now in the Rivals 2016 college football recruiting rankings. Number one at the top is the University of Miami with 20, 20 total commitments, quite a few at this time of year. Five of them are four-star commits, 15 three-star commits. They definitely lead the country in commits at 20. Number two is Ohio State with 15 total commits. They do have one five-star committed to them, and 11 of those 15 commits are Four stars. Number three, Florida State, who's been at or near the top for the last couple of seasons now, and they're at it again, 14 total commitments. Two five-stars have committed to Florida State. Seven are four-star commitments. Ole Miss continues to hammer it out on the recruiting trail. They are number four overall, 12 total commitments, one five-star, five four-star committed athletes and number five is lsu nine commits overall one five star and uh seven four stars right now florida state leading the way with two five star commitments and the uh, university of miami leading overall in the total commitments category with 20 they've been out on the trail getting those commitments hard and heavy so, there you go. Those are your top teams in the uh, rivals' team rankings. Rounding out that top ten, though, is going to be Georgia at six, UCLA at seventh, Clemson at eight, Duke. How about that Duke up in the top ten at number nine, and Tennessee at number ten. Alabama's 14, USC 12, Florida 15, just some notables. Oregon, who's never really in the top of this thing, is number 18. They played in the big game last year but uh, are never really the top team in terms of of recruiting rankings. And, you know, that's probably a topic for another show. How is it that uh, some of these teams are able to make it to the top of uh, all of college football or be in the mix in the top five every year without having top five recruiting classes? Trust me, that show is coming up. That's going to be another one that's going to be hotly debated and Contested. Alright, let's head out to the phone lines and see what we've got. Caller on the Gridiron Stud show. Do you have a ladder? Are you doing a ladder drill right now? I actually enjoy the ladder drill. Oh, okay. So where where do you stand on this? I don't know how long you've been listening, but uh where do ladder drills fit into your training? Uh,
3: best, uh reaction. Uh, I'm just I'm just getting on the show, but just it helps out in reactions, man. You know, you got you got your fast twitch muscles that you use, and it actually just gives you a pattern doing the same thing over and over, and just working on your fast twitch muscles and it just helps on reaction. I don't think it makes you become a football player anything of that sort, but it does help you when it's time to react when you're in the game of football.
2: Um, and 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 helps you in what kind of way? Because now when we're talking about reaction. When you're going through a ladder, you pretty much know uh, your movements. You know what you're about to do. It's not like you're taking a cue from a coach who's moving a ball, and then you're making a movement based on what he does with that ball. So help me help, help also, me understand hey, how hey, it helps with the action. Go ahead. All right, prime go ahead. example, man. Sometimes you got to you got to see
3: you got to see your moves before you do it. I mean, some, everybody don't have the gift to just do something when it just goes down. So some people it's just like speed. Some people have the work on speed, and some people just have it. So when it comes down to reaction, there might be something and I see that I've done, it and I want to keep working on that. So I'm doing that over and over, just because mm-hmm. I know that situation, the situation may take place in the game. But now when that jumps on, that takes place, I can I'm able to do it because I've been working on it. And when you're doing something over and over and over again, well that builds it builds confidence. With confidence, you become a better a better player. I believe. Uh, I believe well, somebody can have said, the moves all they want.
2: So, something, something you said would suggest to me that uh, you are a receiver or have a receiving background, and, and that was um, you see your moves coming. Now, for someone like myself who's on the other side of the ball, uh, shoot ninety nine ninety five percent of what we're doing at the defensive back position is total reaction off of what you guys are doing. So um, I agree. The, I, yeah, I think the latter the ladders may be a little bit more important for one for one group than, than for the other. All right, so I, I'm I'm of the opinion that ladders do belong somewhere in your training, but how much? Now, I know you've been on social media, right? And you've seen uh guys yes. doing ladder drills for thirty, forty five an, an an hour. How long should someone be on a ladder uh training? I believe in a, in a I believe sense. it's I believe it's I believe it's warm up. I believe it's uh getting
3: into when you get ready to really get your workout in. So it's almost like a warm-up. So after you work, after you, after you do your regular uh, dynamic stretch, I believe you need to get in the ladders just to work those muscles and just to help those out. So you're looking at time-wise, I don't believe it needs more than 15 minutes working on ladders, and that's actually pushing it. Because if you did getting do the ladders doing everything properly, it should probably only take it, it depends on what type of group you have, or if I'm with one person, or I'm with two people, or I'm with like six people. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't take that long. There's certain drills I think you need to tap on, and doing everything twice on both sides I think works out. If somebody's sitting back spending 30, 40 minutes on the ladder, they're kidding themselves.
2: Yeah, I think uh, you and I fall on the same side because that's exactly what I said. It's nice as a warm-up, nice to stimulate your fast-twitch muscle fibers, and then we need to get into training for this thing that we play called football all right football. we're not trying to win yeah. a dance competition after 10 15 minutes it becomes an aerobic exercise and you might as well a blade or ride a bike somewhere so i think we fall on the same side of this how about now the individual type of drills because yeah, I've, I've seen some ridiculous um and i don't know if that's the word i want to use but let, let's say some very creative footwork drills through a ladder that in my mind i say i don't know that you would ever really mimic a move like that on a football field do you feel like a couple of those should be in there? A lot should be in there, and is it just about trying to be able to tap your foot on the ground, or should we should the ladder drills try to mimic actual football movements as much as possible? Where do you fall on that?
3: Um,
2: I'm a, I'm a true
3: believer, man. As a football player, there's a couple of things you got to have. You got to have good feet. You got to have good hips, and you have to be flexible. That's just mm-hmm. the three things that I believe that you have to be that help take you a long way in playing football. Um, uh, in the latter, there's certain things I think people just make up because they wanna be different from somebody else right uh, and that's just what it is when you got all this twirl and you got all this other stuff going down and you're doing all the extra hopping and, and all this that's it's 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 uh it's too much i don't you don't you don't mm-hmm. play football that way, you don't play football mm-hmm. that way, so I think it's doing too much uh so yeah, you got a lot of uh, folks out here that's doing a ladder drill. And I'm a t- it's for the money. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm going through <laughs> well, everything like that. Well, I'm you glad know, we we're, able, it's, it's I'm glad of we're of able to yeah, drag it's that. I'm glad we were able to drag that out of you, man. Listen,
2: yeah, I'm I'm glad we're I'm able, play able play to drag that code. out of you. You got guys taking money and they wanna and and if they got their client tired uh, after forty five minutes to an hour on the ladder, then um, you're, 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 the client feels satisfied because they are exhausted. And they can say they were they, a grinding they, they can say on, on They, they have this Greek term called they have this Greek term called lanyap.
3: Lanyap mm-hmm. means a little extra. It means a mm-hmm. little extra. So the thing is this right here. If you could send this little kid home that's coming out here working out, and he goes home, and, Mom, Dad, look what I learned today. If we learned mm-hmm. something new, and it's the same thing, but it's something new it keeps that mm-hmm. money coming in. And I'm just shooting yeah. to the hip like that. So it makes the kid go around. He's stopping. He's moving. He's doing this and that. But he can't catch a damn football or run a great curl route, or he can't sit back and cover the long balls, it's a
2: problem. You're not yeah, learning the football. No, no, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So, uh, listen, definitely some good points you've made there. I, I appreciate you calling into the show. Sound like you know what you're talking about. Hey, man, it's always good listening to you, bro. All right, thanks. All right, uh, well, you know, there's. I think his take is, is, is similar to mine. I'm certainly open to someone on the other end of this. Um, I certainly would like to hear from you if you disagree with anything that you heard from, uh, the previous call or anything that I've said in this, in this show, I know you folks are out there, so I don't know if you're scared to call into the show right now, but I know I've got, we've got guys out there that are training people or that are training themselves and they're on that ladder for uh pretty close to, to 45 minutes to an hour. And, and I'm going to say this again, this is my opinion. Okay. This is my opinion. If you're using that thing for more than a a warm-up, then I I don't know that you're getting, you're going to get out of it. And uh, as our last caller touched on, you know, you have a a customer, a client that you're training, and you bring them there and you tap them through that ladder for that amount of time, and they're exhausted and, uh, you know, their muscles are burning, Uh, there's that feeling that, they uh, received a great workout and that they're up for it again. And now, okay, that's great for just a common Joe that wants to come out and get a workout, a good aerobic workout. You know, if you're someone working a 9-to-5, uh, and, you know, I see many of these boot camps out there. I go to the beach on, uh, early on a Saturday or Sunday. I see the boot camps out there, and they're in the sand, and they're uh, going through ladders maybe, and they're doing, uh, you know, running around cones and things of that nature. If you're a 9-to-5 individual and you're out there trying to burn fat and look fit and toned, hey, that works for you. 45 minutes on the ladder could be a great thing if you can stand it. It's a good thing for you. But when you're talking about trying to improve your skills in this particular game of football, uh, you better be doing something more than a ladder. And you might want to cut down how much you're doing on the ladder. So I'm not telling you uh, come out and do ladder drills for 30 to 45 minutes. That's okay if you also do other football stuff. I'm telling you, um, cut down on the ladders too. That's my opinion on that. Because after 30, 45 minutes of ladder drills, you are going to be a little bit exhausted or a lot exhausted depending on your level of fitness. And then now when you go to do the actual football drills, you you don't have the required amount of energy to provide quality reps on those. Just not. And so now you put all the quality into uh, performing drills that aren't um, really conducive to movements that you would see on a football field. And now exhausted, you've provided less quality on the actual movements that are going to take place on the field, which could be you know um, you know bursting for a good amount of time for you know a good distance, twenty thirty yards with speed. Catching a football, you know, shadowing uh, a receiver, opening and running, reacting to a ball, coming between bags to mimic filling a hole as a linebacker or as a running back, putting one or two moves, and then hitting it upfield for 20 or 30 yards. And sometimes for running backs, man, that ladder drill could be too much for you. You ever seen a running back that wants to throw too many damn moves? That wants to fake out a guy and then fake himself right back into the guy that he originally faked out. I've seen that. I've seen receivers that want to tap dance at the line of scrimmage all day long. And it's great for a camp. Great for a seven on seven when you've got four seconds to throw the ball. But the reality is this, okay, if you're playing defense and a blitz is coming, which is when you would find man to man coverage, you don't have four seconds to throw the ball. If a team's blitzing you and you've got four seconds to throw the football giving you uh, an opportunity to tap dance and, and mimic ladder drill movements to get off of the line of scrimmage, either A, you've got a really, really great offensive line and you probably won't have that for your entire career playing, or B, the other team's blitzes really suck and their personnel not very good, but in the real world, when that blitz is coming, two seconds, three seconds max to get that football off. If that, against some teams, So you don't have time to sit there and tap all over the place. Better find yourself one, two moves max. You better be getting down the field and getting into your route and getting to the proper depth. And none of that's going to involve you mimicking any of those ladder movements. At all, period. End of story. Not happening. And defensive backs, if your feet are really, really good, shadowing side to side, but you can't flip your hips and turn, or you can't change direction and hit at full speed for 20 yards, guys are going to get open on you consistently. Or if you're really good spinning around in a circle, but you can't put your foot in the ground and throw your eyes in the right place and go make a play on the ball, you're just going to look like a really good guy spinning around in a circle. And if they're spinning you around in a circle to begin with, you're not playing defensive back in the correct manner. You're going to get bombed, son. We'll be back right after this.
0: you want the truth well here it is speed kills and in no other sport is that true than in football speed gets you to the end zone speed gets you to the ball carrier speed makes you a winner do you want championship type speed do you want speed that kills then complete speed is what you need complete speed is turning athletes into game breakers with quick and easy methods that are easy to understand complete speed can shave time off your 40-yard dash make you quicker and more explosive. They have a clear progression, drills, and exercises, along with specific instructions. They also have proven sample workouts and programs for you, the individual, or for you, the coach. Speed is what you need, so hurry now and check out Complete Speed. Just go to gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed. That's gridironstuds.com forward slash complete speed for more information right now.
2: want to play college football, right? Well, that's not going to happen unless you have a highlight video. And if you want one of the best highlight
0: videos in the country, then visit Under the Radar Highlight Videos right now. They will give you their best. Ten DVDs, affordable, done fast. They'll even remix your highlights or take your huddle highlights and put them on YouTube. And they've worked with some of the best. Deion Sanders, Jr., Top recruits in the country are Dory Jackson and Joe Mixon. Current UCLA wide receiver Shaquille Evans. Cordell Brodus, son of Snoop Dogg, as well as top 2013 USC recruit, do it crazy if you want to be seen by the colleges and have the offers rolling in then you need to contact under the radar highlights right now visit them at youtube.com forward slash users utr highlight videos that's youtube.com forward slash users forward slash utr highlight videos get over there get that video made and be seen by the colleges now
2: All right, we're back for the final segment of the Gridiron Stud show, 1053 Eastern Time. We uh, had some uh, West Coast individuals involved in the uh, debate on Facebook last night. You know, it was interesting to know how they do things in other parts of the country. I did play high school football out West, and by the way, would like to say very good high school football in California needs to be respected by us folks down here in South Florida. Don't want to get into a discussion about, um, you know, who's better. It's probably another good show that we could have down the road, you know, whether California football is better than South Florida football or Florida football or is Florida football better than California football. That's a debate better left for another time. But uh, still, we still have time here on the show for you to call in and tell me where you stand with ladder drills. And do you agree with myself and uh, a caller that we had on the show that doing ladder drills beyond 15 minutes in a session is really uh, counterproductive? Do you agree with that take on things? Because that's really where I stand on it. Ladder drills are an important part. They're a great addition uh, in the last 20 years to uh, training regimen. When did ladders really come around? They weren't really a part of training when I was in college. Ladders weren't around. You ran through bags. Some pretty good um, wide receivers and defensive backs and running backs come out of my era. Some of the all-time greats. They did it without the use of a ladder. How did that happen? How did they do it? How did you get so great without a ladder? I think we overdo it now, training, with the use of aid. So I don't want to sound prehistoric, but, oh, man, the parachutes and all the other stuff that gets broken out. The bungee cords that are broken out before a kid even knows how to run with proper form. I mean, nothing will impress a novice client than you pulling out a bunch of equipment. And let me tell you, that's messing the game up, because now you will get people who will come to you for training and if you don't if if you don't break out that ladder and some tools, they're gonna sit there and say, Well, I don't know if this trainer is that good. I didn't get strapped on a parachute. And he didn't have like five medicine balls out there. And we only did ten minutes on the ladder. I don't know how good this guy is. It's amazing. You're getting that now. And then those that go out and do the functional training are the ones actually getting the job done on the field. But you're getting more and more now people who just want to get uh, a workout, some kind of an aerobic workout. It's what they want. Not very educated about the process. And so they're making... uh, uh, they're, they're drawing conclusions on the type of training that they're getting and they're basing it off of factors that they don't need to base it on. When you're training for sport, when you're training for football, it comes down to functionality, functional movements. And you've got to always ask yourself, oh, Is what I'm doing, how close does it mimic what is actually taking place on the field? That's the question that you need to ask yourself. And when you look back at what it is you're doing, and if it does not, in some way, shape, or form, mimic the movements that are going to be made in my individual sport, then how much time am I wasting you? You're probably wasting a good amount of time. Sprinters, when they're training to sprint, they sprint, they run. They don't hop fences if they're a sprinter, and if they do it's not it's a it's a portion of what they do so they may hop over hurdles for explosion that's not their workout it's not the entirety of their workout and they aren't doing it for an extended period of time It's a small part of a workout a good part of the workout is running good part of the workout is sprinting. Hurdlers don't climb up the side of a wall thinking that it's going to make them better hurdlers. A good amount of drills that a hurdler goes through uh, involves them pulling a leg over, getting their lead leg over a hurdle. Oh, yeah, and running, too, because uh, running, that's something you do when you run hurdles. I don't know how much ladder drills a hurdler is going to do. because you're not tap dancing on the ground when you're a hurdler. So think about that. How closely are the drills that I'm doing, mimicking moves that I need? I need to get better at the actual moves I'm going to be making on a football field. And, uh, you know, you got trainers now that are bringing equipment to the field. And by bringing equipment to the field, I'm impressing uh, my client. the parent of the client so if i can lug five medicine balls out there a parachute a bungee cord uh an oxygen mask and a gopro helmet oh man this guy's training he's a training master look at these tools come on man if that was the case any old slap could go over to Dick Sporting Goods and buy a bunch of equipment and say I'm a trainer. Is that what you you can go do that yourself. Don't get over impressed by tools, okay? I'm telling you right now, those Jamaicans are down there in uh they're down there in Jamaica training and you know what they're doing? They're running. They're on the track running. They might pull a rusty sled here or there.
0: They're running.
2: No one's on a bungee cord. No one straps a parachute down here in Jamaica to their back and think they're going to go win gold. They're running because when they're in a track meet, they run. So let's not get ridiculous. Someone invented a ladder. It's a good thing. It's a good idea. But my God. People are going nuts with the whole ladder. Take your ladder out to the field. Set your ladder up. Warm yourself up with it. And then put the damn ladder away for crying out loud. Because I promise you I've had kids out there that are training that were ladder trained, ladder certified, ladder king. Can mess you up 30 ways sideways to Friday on a ladder. If you get them on a ladder... But, man, you get them into a functional football defensive back move and they want to tap dance in a circle. And you're like, son of a bitch, what has happened to this kid? Now you've got to untrain that. And to untrain that, you damn near got to keep them off the ladder. And if they come to you and they're ladder lovers and they don't get on that ladder, they're going to stop coming to you. They're gonna to go to someone who's on the ladder because I really, I really need to get better at this ladder. I really need to tap dance in a circle, even better than before, because finally in my athletic career I can do something better than someone else, and that's this ladder. and ain't no ladder out there on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. And if you want to get really good at being spun around in a circle, man, you're not playing. My job as a really good trainer to avoid situations where you are getting yourself spun around in a circle. Should you know how to make a speed turn? Yes. Am I going to work obsessively and incessantly on it? No. I don't want you getting spun around in a circle. So we're going to try and work on the things that will keep you from being in that situation. Because when you're getting spun around in a circle as a defensive back, typically a bad deal. So we're going to work on the things that are going to avoid you being in that situation in the first place. And we'll touch a little bit on uh, what you can do if you do, a just-in-case measure, if you do find yourself in a circle and you need to make a speed turn. We'll talk about that. And you wide receivers, you need to get off of the line of scrimmage, okay? If you're tap dancing through that ladder because you want to look outstanding on the line of scrimmage, taking three seconds to beat a defensive back, that's awesome, you might catch a pass in seven-on-seven. Seven. When the pads get on in August through December, you're not open, ever. Three seconds you took to get off of the line of scrimmage, um, your quarterback's on his back, or you found someone else with a little bit more sense of urgency. And that's where I stand on this. So uh, if you're listening to the archive version of this and uh, you feel strongly about anything that's been said on this show today, feel free to uh, send me a message on Twitter or, you know, tweet to me at Gridiron Studs. And I'll certainly bring it up in future shows. Or you can email me C Wilson at gridironstuds.com. I'd be more than happy to discuss that uh, topic with you or bring it up uh, on a later show and give you some props on it. Because this is an interesting debate that's going on. And uh, a lot of people are Involved in the whole ladder thing. So, that's it for the ladder show. I'm back on again tomorrow with my co-host. My co-host, Amo Calamino, joins me as we talk about the latest and greatest in the world of college and NFL football and anything in general of interest going on in the sports world, like Tom Brady and Deflategate. And how in the hell could Patriot fans even be upset about the four games that he, Tom Brady has been suspended? They were talking about giving the guy a year. And to be quite honest with you, the way the uh, New England Patriots have thumbed their noses at the NFL establishment and their rules, you better be damn lucky Tom Brady isn't sitting for an entire year. You better be happy he is that great of a quarterback and that the league wants to protect their bottom line. It's the only reason he didn't get 8 to uh, to 16 games. Very, very lucky. Lucky that guy is good. So nevertheless, we'll probably be talking about that some more and anything else that comes up, so be sure to listen into the show tomorrow. Same Bad Time, Same Bad Channel, 10 a.m. Eastern Time here on the Blog Talk Radio. And so to all of you who are listening to today's show or listen to today's show, thank you for listening to the Gridiron Stud Show. Until tomorrow, have yourself a great day.